0: Welcome back to another edition of Take a Pitch. It's episode 10. It's Max. It's Billy. What, what up? up? What up? What up? Motherfucker. What? <laughs> um, real quick, before we get into anything, a uh, couple of things. If you don't follow us on Instagram, what the fuck are you doing? At Take a Pitch. If you don't follow us on Twitter, again, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. At Take a Pitch. Yeah. It's pretty simple, guys.
1: Nice content when we, uh, when we post. Yeah, when we do post. It, we gotta Quality. P- we've had we've had some health concerns over the past couple weeks. We have. You and I both, yeah. And uh We're we're getting back into the grind. We're getting uh We were on the I L this week. We were on the I L. No, actually I would consider us both more of the D L. The disabled as well. Yeah, yeah, we were disabled.
0: Uh, you more so than me. I wasn't injured. No. Yeah. It was it was disabled. Yes. So Yeah. Regardless. Hey, take care of yourself, guys. Exactly. Stress can can be a motherfucker. Healthy, healthy habits. 2K19. Hey, let's do it. A um, little bit. Another note we got. We got uh, something in the works for pre the pre draft show we doing. Um, might have a, an interview locked down with a draft prospect. Stay tuned for that. Uh, We've gotta figure out the timing of all that still.
1: We'll figure it out.
0: But hey, big stuff coming for us. You want, you're not gonna wanna miss this. Yeah. Um, so let's start out in LA. Let's we'll start out west for once. Wow. Something's finally happened out there. Yeah, The Mariners cooled off, you know, all that stuff. But now we're focusing on the Angels right now. Mm-hmm. Albert Pujols. The man, the myth, the machine. I was going to say, the machine. Homered yep. for his 2,000th RBI. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that's a nice lofty number. But how many players have done it before him, Billy, that, you, that you're certain of? That I am 100% certain of? Yes. Two. 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 Okay. We had this discussion, <laughs> what, two weeks, three weeks ago? Uh, Four weeks ago, maybe even?
1: Yeah, something About like About passing Babe Ruth, right? About passing Babe Ruth. It was, the it was I think it was the last episode. Last episode, okay. So two two weeks ago? Two three weeks, weeks ago, ago?
0: Probably, yeah. Probably two weeks ago, because it wasn't, it was only eight RBIs. No, he's up to 2004 now. Okay, it was a lot more than eight, it was 13 RBIs, because it was the one before yeah. then. Anyway. Regardless. So, we talked about him passing Babe Ruth. Then we had to pull up a list where he didn't pass Babe Ruth. Billy, why don't you break this down as to what the fuck went down with these lists? So,
1: the night that he passed Babe Ruth, I remember seeing something on MLB Network that he had passed Babe Ruth, right? So, then I'm thinking, all right, yeah, cool. I go on MLB, uh, what is it? I'm a baseball reference, sorry.
0: Baseball reference, baseball almanac. We use both. Yeah. League.
1: So I went on uh baseball reference and I look up the RBI leaders and then I see that Pujols is in like fifth?
0: Fifth or sixth. Fifth yeah. or sixth. Something like that. And yeah, he, was in, he in was in fifth, sixth at the time when we, when we talked about this.
1: Uh, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, he was in at sixth at the time. Correct. Or no, seventh. seventh.
0: Right, because it was Lou Gehrig. Yeah, because yeah, right. we were like... He passed we mutual like, yeah, and, uh... actually, he
1: passed mutual. So then I'm like, we have to do our research. Because right, we came in
0: blind, what, just pussy-dicking around here. What
1: is going on here? Now, found it, found the graphic that MLB Network put up. Shout out to MLB Network, and they're uh, putting everything online. <laughs> and the all-time leaders are Hank Aaron, A-Rod, Pujols, all in 2000 Club. Elite. That is elite, best hitters of all time. Next is Barry Bonds and Lou Gehrig with nineteen ninety six and nineteen ninety three respectively. And then Babe Ruth with nineteen ninety two, where I was on um, uh baseball reference, he has two thousand two hundred
0: and fourteen. Now That's a nice that's a nice sizable difference right there. That's two twenty four? Yeah. Okay. If I did my math right now, two No. 222. That's how many that... That's the difference that he had on... Race for reference and MLB. Okay. Yeah.
1: Something like that. I don't know. Whatever. You did the math.
0: I don't do math well. Me
1: either. But... Now, would you like to explain why MLB Network did this?
0: So MLB Network... Obviously, I don't work for MLB Network, so I'm not going to say exactly why. But they did throw up a a little note on the bottom of their graphic that said RBIs became an official stat. In 1920. Mm-hmm. Now, Billy, when did George Herman Ruth start hitting full-time?
1: Started hitting full-time in, I believe that was, what, first full season was
0: 1919. And he had a nice but chunk he, of RBIs. He
1: had, yeah, he had a nice little snippet of stuff. I mean, before. the guy had,
0: supposedly, yeah, 61 RBIs in 1918. Mm -hmm. and 113 in 1919. Now, I'm no mathematician, but that's going to lead to a nice sizable difference in the pre-RBI statistic and the post-RBI statistic, like when they first made it a stat. So we got confused by baseball reference throwing a, I guess you could call it an assumption almost, whereas MLB Network threw up a graphic that you saw that confused the fuck out of all of us. Yes. Um, where RBI's only became a stat in 1920. Mm-hmm. So baseball reference, we don't know if it's accurate pre-1920 for the RBI numbers. So that's where we got confused two weeks ago. We got confused before we started recording today. By the way, it's Friday the 17th. So any stats we throw out there for the current game. Yes. We'll be reflective on that. Uh, we're, we're, all stats are being kept. Trust me. Um... But, you know, that's what confused us two weeks ago. Now we're got guy cleared up, and Albert Pujols is one of three men to join the 2000 RBI club.
1: Yes. On the official statistic of Right. It.
0: Yes. I mean, hey, either Pretty way. Pretty incredible. Either way, Babers probably did it, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't doubt it. It's fucking crazy that he had 113, supposedly. In his first season. In his first full season hitting. Yeah. And they weren't even keeping track.
1: Yes exactly So um, Makes you wonder
0: Who the asshole was That says "Uh, Yeah let's just start Keeping track now Let's just create A new stat And start keeping track now Yeah Cause that's That's a pretty simple One to keep track of Why weren't they Keeping track of it From the beginning Yeah I know like FIP and WIP And all that stuff is formulas That you can Plug in That you can Retroactive Retrodate mm-hmm. And stuff like that But like Who's the asshole That said Yeah we're not gonna Count how many guys You've brought around To score Yeah <laughs> Like Like what um, so yeah our pools and it's a very important
1: stat now right unlike wins for pitchers wins are stupid not important they were important back then though
0: right guys would
1: chuck nine innings every single day do you think they were keeping track of that from the beginning yeah I'm pretty sure that wins had been a stat since since
0: the dawn of baseball since yeah since 1800s I believe probably either way I mean who decided yeah you win a game uh, that's a team that's a team stat really let's be real it's not an individual stat. Basically. It's become I mean, a team stat now. Yeah. I mean, it always was, but still. It always was, but it was less of one back then. Right. your The player wins were valued higher than most other stats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of pitching, mm-hmm. let's stay out west. Okay. In Seattle, King Felix Hernandez had a rough, what, the past three, four years? Three years, yeah. He he's struggled. Yeah. The guy has finally hit the 2,500 strikeout mark. Yeah. So shout out to you, King Felix. Through like 26, 26 innings, I think. Something, yeah, something like that. It's like 2,600 innings. Um, So, which brings this me to this next question. Mm-hmm. Will he get to 3,000? Let's start there. Will he get to 3,000 strikeouts? Okay, what? He's 34 this year, I believe, right? I believe so.
1: He's got, I don't even know how much time he has remaining on his contract. But if if he could find himself this year and then go into the, you know, next few years still producing, still striking out guys. Because he's still striking out guys. I think he has, like, uh, just under nine cases uh, per nine this year. And so, yeah. I mean, it's plausible to say that he can as long as... Give it he what, can reinvent himself.
0: Reinvent himself as more of a
1: junk ball pitcher? He has to be a finesse guy, yeah. Because he, so. he was a guy that was throwing in the mid to mid to high 90s. He was throwing, you know, 95, 96, 97. And now he's down at 92, 93.
0: Well, this won't help because considering he was placed on the 10-day injured list with a grade 1 latch strain. Yeah, I know. Likely almost 4 to 6 weeks. Yeah. So
1: that's not going to help him no, at all. No, it's not going to help. But it's, it's possible. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Even with the setback? I, I think it is still possible, but I don't think it's going to happen.
0: So let's see how many innings pitched. Because he's
1: thirty-five. That's that's basically saying give him another five years of. Because I mean he's a he's a guy that's a, he's going to strike out a, basically about a guy an inning.
0: Yeah, I mean he th- he's throwing twenty-six ninety-six and two-thirds yeah. innings. So yeah, he's had a few non-strikeout innings,
1: but yeah, a few. But he's basically he's right around there. He's around eight, not eight, eight-ish. Yeah. A little over eight, strikeouts per nine for his career. 8.3.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. And he's a Cy Young winner, which leads me to my next yeah. point. Is he a Hall of
1: Famer? 100%.
0: Really? Yep. Not a first ballot, though? You don't think he's a first ballot? I'm asking you, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Um, are they going to see that, that zero pl- in the playoff uh, number? He's got zero playoff starts, let alone playoff wins. That's a team thing. That's not a player thing. You can't which, blame a one player for not making playoffs. Right, which leads back to the whole Jacob deGrom wins argument last year, Cy Young. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the Hall of Fame, though, do you think that you know him being on these crap teams is going to hurt him? Do you think that the old school voters who will still be there in six, seven years, eight years, even ten years, maybe? No, because they shuffle them out now. Oh, do they? I forgot yeah. about that part. I must have forgotten that. Uh-huh. So you think you have to be actively writing now? So you think that these all these new school writers won't won't even give that consideration? Wait, what do you mean? That he wasn't in the playoffs? No. So you think that's a thing of the past? Being in the playoffs, Uh, having rings. Past. past.
1: past. I think it's an add-on. If anything, it's an extra. It's like extra credit on a test. Wouldn't know. I never got any but it's like, you know, you get 5 to 10 extra points. How did you do in the playoffs? Oh, you did really well. Carlos Beltron is a playoff mm. god. Mm-hmm. Mm. So first ballot. Oh yeah, he's easily first ballot. But you know what I'm saying? That's you add on that these guys did so well in the playoffs. It's an add-on to their career. It's not okay. it's not something that you're going to look at first. Did this guy make the playoffs? You're not going to be you're not going to have it a yes or no because of the playoffs. Playoff appearances or not. It's going to be a yes or no because of their career. And then if they did well in the playoffs, it's a higher yes.
0: So then yes or no is your first Ballot Hall of Famer in your mind? Um, Toss-up? I say first or second. First or second.
1: So you, you don't think he lasts three years on the ballot? No. Uh, I mean, it's possible. I, you know, It I, always I'll, depends I'll say, on the ballot, though. I'll say That's one, two, three. Yeah, and I don't really think that he's going to be really
0: retiring with Many guys that are going to... I mean, how many years do you think he's got left on him? I think that's really the biggest question in this debate is how many years he's got left, three how many f- quality years, too, and then who's still left on the ballot five years after? Th- three to five years. So you say three to five years. So that's eight to eight to ten. Okay, so eight to ten years, who will be on the ballot? Mm-hmm. Who else won't be? I no. mean, there aren't many guys that I can think of off the top of my head that will be... Maybe Adrian Beltre? No, no. not even... No, no. He's first ballot. He's first ballot. I'm just Easy. trying to... Etro's first ballot. Easy. A lot of these guys that are retiring are all first ballot Hall of Famers. There are, there's a lot of these guys who aren't many questions. Now... Joe Bauer yeah. might still be hanging around. I I questioned him because of the injuries. So he might be hanging around. Maybe. And give Felix a run for his yeah.
1: money. Um, Yachty will probably be around the same class as him.
0: Probably. Um. Maybe even... Posey, even depending on when he decides to call it quits, if based on whatever he's feeling, Nah, he's got time, he's still got a few more years. Yeah, he's 31, but again, he's also a catcher, so the lifespan of a catcher in baseball. I know they have Joey Bart coming up and pushing he, him to first base, yeah. that'll increase his career, like he did to Joe Mauer. Yeah, but you got to wonder, you know, how much longer does he want to do this? I think he'll stick around on a not nah, on a rebuilding team. Yeah, okay, that's uh, yeah. his team. But again, it's things that that you know that could happen. And, it
1: is, but I think he's, especially looking at the next three to five years, he sticks around. He plays. Yeah.
0: All right. Again, just things. You know, I'm just throwing yeah. I'm just knuckleball ideas out at you. Verlander. First ballot. Uh, he'll probably be around the same ballot as well. Oh, uh, you think Verlander's in the three to five years? At 38 years old right now. Because he's 38. I think so. Or 36. No. I thought he was born in 1984. I thought he was older. Let's see, Justin. I'm pretty sure he's born nineteen eighty
1: four. He's 36. 83.
0: 83. February of eighty
1: three. Okay, she's thirty six. He's still got yeah,
0: yeah, yeah thirty five years. Yeah, and at the rate he keeps himself, the shape he keeps himself, yeah, he could be one of the best, better Astros pitchers of all time. Better, not not the best because there's Nolan Ryan. <laughs> but I mean, if he stays with the Astros, he could be one of the best, one of the one of the best Astros pitchers of all time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, this team, this Astros team, could be go down as this era of Astros baseball. could be one of the best ever. Yeah, I'm with you. But that's a whole other topic. It's a dynasty. Uh, All right. Yeah. I mean, and last thought on Felix, I, I do think he gets in. There's, I don't think there's a doubt in my mind he gets in. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with him is going to be if he can make it those next three to five years. Because mm-hmm. you look at his numbers right now, you look at where he stands – He's not. I mean, I'd say he's a potential Hall of Famer, but he's one sixty nine and one thirty two with a three thirty eight ERA. I know you said wins don't really matter to you, but with a fifty point four wins above replacement, that's Hall of Fame. Okay, he's got a WHIP of one point two zero one. It's pretty good. So I, I don't. I don't know if he's there yet. I think he's like just another couple hundred strikeouts to top him off. Yeah. I think that twenty. I think looking at it now, and in, in the way pitchers are throwing these days, I think the number is going to be twenty seven hundred for our strikeouts. Really? Because did Messina hit three thousand? No. Messina also had a great win loss record. Different time. Exactly. Different group of voters. He and he also did. He was one of those guys that went deeper in games. Right, and I think, and it goes back to what we talked about. I think two or three episodes ago, with is the no hitter dying. Or an episode or two. Yeah, yeah. These guys aren't going deep in games. And Felix is one of these guys who, when he was younger in his prime, Right. He'd go deep into ball games regularly. I mean, he had a stretch of three seasons. One, two, three, four. He had a stretch of three seasons where he went complete games. He had six, five, and five. So he had... 16 complete games in a three season span. Right. I mean, I was 2010, 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. when it was essentially the beginning of the end for long outings and complete yeah. games. Yep. He only had two since both in 2015. Okay. All-star, his last All-Star appearance. All right. So, I mean, when you, if you look at 7-year peak, Felix is a Hall of Famer. Yes, definitely. If you look at the rest of it, you know, it's questionable, but I think he gets in. That's me. Um, we also got. Let's see what else we got here. You know, it was a little slow two weeks. It has. We really picked a good time to go on the IL. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, there's never a good time to go on the IL, but like, this is a good time for us. Yeah. We got. We got a lot of. It done worked.
1: It worked personally. Yeah. Um. You staying out on the West Coast?
0: I think we should. Yeah. There's some 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 news out there that. What else
1: is going on in the West Coast? We'll switch to
0: the National League though. Okay. We'll, we'll, switch, we'll switch. circuits. Some some news here that. Now, obviously, it's a big-time sensitive topic with the way that America is today. Yes. Especially in light of everything that's going on the past week. hmm And it happened Monday. Julio Urias, the Dodgers young, was a top prospect at one point. He was supposed to be the next Clayton Kershaw, the next Fernando Valenzuela. Yeah. Yeah. You know, next big thing in in baseball, not just mm-hmm. in, in L.A., but in baseball. little burro. I mean, he was... The guy coming up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was a lot of pressure on the young guy. Yeah. he's twenty two years old now. Yeah, he came up at nineteen. Yeah. Like right when he turned
1: nineteen too.
0: Pitched against the Mets, so I think his debut.
1: Yep. I was there.
0: That was the rainy game, right? Or right nah. before Kershaw. It wasn't rainy. It was nice. Uh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Ketforo's debut. Either way. Um so he got a ar- Julio Urias got arrested on suspicion of domestic battery. Mm hmm. Uh last Monday. What did he do? See, I haven't really read too much into it, but... All right, if you had to guess, what did he do? eh, I mean, I don't think it's a Chapman incident where he's shooting a gun. (laughs) But, I mean, listen, I don't want to say yes, he did it, no, he didn't, because, again, it's all suspicion, and we're not out in L.A. We don't know him as a person. So there's a lot of speculation there. He was released on a $20,000 bond about four hours after being arrested. Mm Mm-hmm. It was after an incident at the Beverly Center Shopping Mall, according to the L.A. Times. L.A. police were unable to provide the Los Angeles Times with information about the incident and the condition of the alleged victim. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, sensitive issue, domestic violence. You never want to see that. Yeah. I know our parents both raised us right not to do that shit. Yes. But you look at this and you look at the history of Major League Baseball, the recent history, too. Yeah. Of all these guys who have been accused, investigated, you know, found guilty of by MLB standards because they do their own investigations.
1: Mm -hmm. You're
0: looking at these guys, and this domestic violence policy that the Major League Baseball has in place right now Mm -hmm. was only put into place in 2015. Yeah. There's no minimum or maximum penalty for domestic violence. Right. And I feel like in a time where, uh, in in the American climate that we're in right now, in terms of, you know, Believe women and all this, you know, women are victims, which, listen, more often not, they are. Yes. Uh, which is a whole other conversation for a whole different type of podcast. This is a baseball podcast. We're not going to get into that. Yeah. But, you know, in since March of 2016, there have been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 players. Okay. Not including Urias. -hmm. Who have been investigated, um, and several them, many of them suspended. There were only two who were not suspended. Who? Ironically enough, Yasiel Puig. Really. And that was the big. That was the big case. That was the first one, or the second one. Yeah. That was the second case. So Yasiel Puig has the. That was the one that was a media circus almost. Because it was post Chapman. It was. It was Chapman was March first in twenty sixteen. Okay Got suspended 30 games Which was the handgun And the garage Yes Boy oh boy Remember that vividly Um, And then it was Yasiel Puig Just two weeks later What did he do? I don't remember the whole thing But he ended up not getting suspended So I think the charges Ended up being dropped Or something like that I don't remember the exact detail Um, Was there races And charges also got dropped Right I'm gonna get to that And so did others Okay But Puig was not suspended. Neither was Miguel Sano. And that was in March of 2018. Okay. That was also a big thing because Sano had just broken out in that 2017 season. He had just had a breakout year, and he was supposed to do big things. Yes. And hit with this investigation. No suspension, but still. Yeah. So two big big stars Mm -hmm. right there. Both cleared. Not suspended. But then you got guys like Roberto Ozuna who came off of couple great years as a youngster with the Blue Jays you know some big playoff appearances I'm jumping around here but June 2018 he got mm-hmm. suspended for 75 games yeah you got and you mentioned Jose Reyes you know 51 games in May of 2016 that was yeah. a rough one yeah people were saying he should be banned for life you know because of all the, the details that came out yeah jury's familia, Mets pitcher charges got dropped mm-hmm Rather quickly too Before the movie Did their own investigation Mm -hmm. In March of 2016 He got 15 games Hector Oliveira May of 2016 82 games That's the lengthiest Suspension Under the bargain Under that policy He was actually traded For Matt Kemp During his suspension Yeah That's right So then you got Derek Norris In September of 2017 September of 2017 Yeah Mm -hmm. Suspended for the Remainder of the season that's all it says here on Wikipedia. I'm using hmm. Wikipedia because that's really the first one that came up with the list. All right. And Miguel Sano, so Stephen Wright, March of last year, he got 15 games. The knuckleball for the Red Sox. Yep. Jose Torres from the Padres. Oh, never mind. Sorry. He has the most. In June of 2018, he is still suspended. Really? 100 games. Or he just finished up the suspension. Really? June 8th, 2018, 100-game suspension. What the hell did he do? Let's see what this footnote says. Uh, I can't find it. No, never mind. It suspended for the duration of the 2018 season. Oh, okay. Um, And then, you know, a couple more. One more was Addison Russell, which was the big one recently. Yeah. In September of 2018 was when the Mm -hmm. investigation all started. Suspended 40 games, so at the end of last year, the playoff game. And then the beginning of this year, who just got back. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that Addison Russell was a big one. Because Cubs fans themselves have turned on Addison Russell. Yeah, half and half. I mean, the majority from what I've seen have turned on Addison Russell. And it's really? become almost like all I again. Mean, I've mean i seen a lot of defenders on uh, Instagram and Twitter. They also turned against him because they had Javi Baez a short. Yeah. Addison Russell was the shortstop of the future. Then Javi Baez comes up. Takes his place. Yeah. I mean, Cubs fans are happy about that part, but...
1: Addison Russell is a good defender.
0: Yeah, he's not a
1: good hitter. No. What is he um, hit, like 220? Something like that.
0: So, this begs the question, and I'm going to ask you real quick before we move on. What does this mean for Julio Urias? It's a suspicion. It's... I mean, obviously, we don't know the full details yet.
1: Is it a suspicion? No, he got arrested. He got arrested. Let's see where it was.
0: According to the LA Times article... The arrest of Hul- Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias on suspicion of domestic battery could trigger a suspension from Major League Baseball and may jeopardize his future with the Dodgers. Hmm. Again, he's 22. Got a lot of baseball left in the kid. Oh, yeah. He's got a whole career's worth almost. Yeah. Or just about, pretty much, yeah. A I mean, careers.
1: most pitchers usually come up 22, 23 years old.
0: Nowadays, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, so the length of the leave. He's put, oh, so he's likely to be put on administrative leave as early as Tuesday, which I don't know if there's an update yet. Uh, The length of that administrative leave can last up to seven days. can be extended at the discretion of the commissioner's office.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So this could be a a lengthy process because of the fact that he's so young. He's a young role model for these Latino pitchers who are coming up through the system who are young phenoms. Right. And obviously Rob Manfred is the one who will hand down the suspension. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what you think, but to me, I'd see anywhere from 15 to 30 games. Yeah, based on it just depends, the depends. It depends on,
1: yes, yeah, of course. I mean, I don't think you really even take a guess
0: on it because I don't know what the hell he did. Yeah, I mean, and you got something you gotta remember, which and it's gonna leave real quick. Under the leadership of owner Mark Walter and president of baseball ops Andrew Friedman, the Dodgers have attempted to avoid employing players with a history of domestic violence allegations. Hmm. They were gonna trade for to Chapman, but the trades broke down. After his, his allegations came out. Yeah. So, very interesting to see what it holds for Urias, because that's a, a very talented young player. Yeah. Something to watch as the season unfolds, and definitely as the rest of the month goes forward. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, let's shift back east a little bit. All right. Let's come back to the east coast. I was watching the Mets and Nats game, okay. as I unfortunately tend to do. Uh, it was mm, Tuesday? I think the Mets had off Monday. Yeah, they did. Um, and SNY showed an interesting graphic that I think I texted you about. It kind of boggled my mind a little bit. Since Frank Robinson left the Nationals after their inaugural season, or two, two, two years in, they moved to... Uh,
1: their first year was what, oh, four, oh five.
0: So at the 05? I think 05. Yeah, so the first Nationals manager was Frank Robinson, mm-hmm. RIP in Peace. Passed away earlier this year. Um Since he left, no Nationals manager has made it through three full seasons. No. That includes Dusty Baker, who won the NL East in 2014. No, sorry. 2016, 2017. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. So he only lasted two full seasons. Yeah. Won back-to-back division crowns. Mm Mm-hmm. What does this mean for the Nats?
1: I think they're quick to jump ship.
0: That's really it. And keep in mind, two of these managers... Won manager of the year awards. So, and that was, uh, it was Davy Johnson, I think, was the manager of the year, right? Was the one who won, one of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. Davy Johnson and Matt Williams. Yep. Both won the division. And Johnson in won. 12,
1: Williams in 14. And that's the year that they won the awards as well.
0: Right. Very interesting. Because well, the Nats gave Johnson 2013 as a chance. To finish out 13, he came in late yeah. in 2011. Mm-hmm. So he won in the first full season, mm-hmm. as did Matt Williams. Dusty didn't win the award, but he won two division crowns. Yes. Dave Martinez. Dave Martinez didn't even win a division crown last year. No. Didn't make the playoffs last year, did he? No. Nope. What does it say for his future, especially with the Nats floundering? Not great.
1: I mean, really, honestly, if you want to... Look at it how uh, how they have been. Probably gonna get kicked very soon.
0: You think it's a in season firing or
1: no? I mean, maybe actually before uh, the ship totally implodes, because they still have a chance. They still have a nice team. They have a nice pitching staff. They have a really atrocious bullpen. That's really their only weakness. And it's a glaring weakness. It is. You. They have like a. What a five something or is oh it they lowered or is it higher it? oh it was eight right it was like something ridiculous it's eight uh, eight yeah. six three something like that ERA for the bullpen it's ridiculous it's... but here's actually something uh pretty funny that I see here is that uh Matt Williams and Dusty Baker both full seasons two full ones and Dave Martinez had his full season last year. Now he's in the midst of a second season right will this be the third manager
0: in a row that they kick
1: after two seasons
0: well with Dave Martinez I think it would be the the one that the only one with a losing record because I don't think Matt Williams had a losing record that year that the Mets won the crown did they um uh, no no so Dave Martinez I mean he's barely getting by it Went 82 and 80 last year but I mean they have they have some managerial experience on the staff. And there's seven games under right now. Yeah, they have some managerial experience on the staff. So if I'm, I'm out, if I'm the Nationals, I'm looking at Chip Hale on the bet as the bench coach. Yeah. To to kind of you know hey, listen, get be ready. I mean they have some some great MLB experience too in general. It's just coaching experience with Kevin Long as a hitting coach. All right. They have so much experience when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. I think it wouldn't exactly hurt them to can Dave Martinez. Now, obviously, you never wish for anyone to get fired. You never hope with that. hope that. No. Especially as Mets fans, the way Dave Martinez is managing, we'll take it. But, I mean, there's a, there's a pattern here. Yeah, definitely. And if I'm a Nats fan, it's a scary pattern. Yeah. It shows a fear of commitment almost. Yeah. I mean, I get that, but. I mean. I think, we'll see what happens. I think what it comes down to, especially now, Dave Martinez is in his first season without Bryce Harper. First season without Bryce Harper since when? 11 2011? 2011 was, yeah. He came up in 2012. Right. So it's been six years, seven years. Yeah. Since they've been in a position without the face of baseball, essentially. Yeah. I mean, yes, Anthony Rendon is a star, but he's one of the most underrated stars. He's probably the most underrated player in baseball. And he can go fuck himself. Oh, yeah, but, but he still is. Right, yeah, you know, he's a great ball player. Yeah. Even though he thinks baseball is boring. Um, you know, they have pieces around in that team. They have, they have a great ball club there that they just need, what, two bullpen arms? Or a bullpen arm to be consistent? At least. They have Sean Doolittle at the back end of the bullpen. If they can get to him, they're fine. Yeah. I think the Nats need That's to be a problem. Be patient.
1: They've given up, like, I, I think most of the runs that they have given up, have been in like the sixth, seventh, and eighth.
0: Yeah, it's been on the bullpen. Yeah. Because they have Strasburg, you have Scherzer. Strasburg and Corbin. Scherzer
1: have not been good, though. They, did you know that every single series that they that Scherzer or Strasburg have started, the Nationals have lost?
0: Right, because they won the last one against the Mets, and neither of them started. Yep. Only Corbin started that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely something. I, I feel like this goes back to what Mets fans were looking at with Jacob DeGrom last year. Yeah. And I hate to tie, I hate that I tie everything into the Mets, but it just this one the point rings true. There's so much pressure on the bullpen to finish these games by these superstars. Yeah. That it's it essentially takes a toll, a mental toll on them. Yeah. Kind of. Which is essentially what happened with the Mets last year at the bullpen with Jacob deGrom. Yeah. So it's something to to really consider when you look at this Nationals bullpen. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, I mean, I'm trying to pull up the ERA here, but my computer's being a little slow. It's all right. This team, if they can get to the Sean Doolittle on the ninth, they'll be fine. Definitely. If they can add a bullpen piece, I don't know what their prospects, the farm system looks like, because they pretty much tapped out when it comes to Robles, Soto. Carter Keyboom. Keyboom's going to come up within the next three weeks, probably. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean, he's going to where What? Play where? They'll find a spot, and you know it. But
1: the only thing that I can think of is kicking uh, Dozier, which
0: is where they're really looking at. But that's a waste of money, then. Yeah, it is. Washington ranks dead last with a 6.20 bullpen ERA in 43 games. Oh, so it was a 6.63 then. Baltimore, to put it in perspective, has a like better. Baseball. yeah, it's 613. Miami, 533. The New York Mets, at 444. It's not atrocious. Yeah. Houston is the best one with a two eight four and then Cleveland wow. with a two eight nine. Wow. The Cincinnati Reds have a three one five Bullpen ERA. Hmm. A team, you were right, You called it. They're a sneaky good team. They a sneaky. They're Fuck gonna be on the radar Winker. this entire season. Well, Jesse Winker didn't want that to happen. All right. So yeah, that's Bullpen. Atrocious. That's the 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 short of that one. That yes, little rant. Basically. Let's go from bad to worse. We'll go out west, out to the Midwest with Chicago real quick. Touch on this. Oh, okay. We won't won't spend too much time on it because there's so few details out. Yeah. Ben Zobrist took a leave of absence from the Cubs. And reports have come out that he and his wife of 14 years are getting divorced. Yep. I feel like we're becoming like a TMZ kind of thing here. But reports say that. It's kind of what it is today. Yeah. Reports say that she cheated on him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Ben Zobris has been away from the Cubs for, I want to say, about a week and a half now. About, yeah. Now, my question is, with Addison Russell being back, Zobris not being around the team to take care of his issues. Yeah. Are the Cubs better off with that? Because they've been on a hot streak recently. We'll kind of bring it back to baseball real quick. I guess kind of. Because they add more speed with Russell. You have a better defender with Russell. Yeah. I mean, you lose the offensive firepower, but you add two key pieces of defensive speed. Is he really that fast, though? Compared to a 38-year-old Ben Zobrist, I think so.
1: Still sneaky athletic, though. Oh, he is. But he is. um, yeah, I guess it uh, it's a different distraction, though. I
0: feel right considering considering you had the distraction with the Russell incident, yes. for the first 30 games of the year. Mm-hmm. Then you had now have this distraction. How does Joe? I mean, Joe Madden's one of the best managers in the game. There's yes. no doubt about that. Yeah but how does he handle this distraction is really, especially one of his guys. I don't know. Because Ben Zobris is one of Joe Madden's guys. Has been since Tampa Bay. Mm I
1: think
0: it's going to be something to watch over the next week, especially since all these reports coming out that she cheated on him. And once we get more
1: details and hear from him.
0: I feel like we won't hear from him, though. Eventually. Of course you will. I say in, like, October we'll hear from him. No. All right. They have three kids. Yeah. I think we want to keep that as private as possible. So let's move on. From the bad to the good. We'll head up to the northeast. All right, we're all around the country today for once. There you go. We just haven't hit the south yet. Yeah, nothing happens there. Nah, just just the Atlanta Braves. Zion Williamson <sighs>
1: going to New Orleans.
0: Don't remind me, please. I almost want a bender for that. Right. Like a mini bender. Just kidding. No, I'm not. Started off. <laughs> Michael Chavis, kid's been unfucking real. Yes. For the Red Sox, Had his first walk off. A couple nights ago, now he's played twenty two games, ninety six played appearances. He has, the guy has fourteen walks. Yeah. as a rookie, as a twenty three year old rookie in Boston,
1: twenty five strikeouts, pretty nice clip.
0: Yeah, he's hitting two ninety six with an on base percentage of four eighty six and a slugging of five eighty. Guys got seven home runs, twenty one RBIs. That that's the best part. Twenty four hits, twenty one RBIs. Right, and that's that's the key here is when you are looking at young, production for a young player. You want to see them in these spots, these run-producing run spots.
1: And on a struggling Red Sox team, who has been winning since they went to the White House, by the way.
0: Really? Yeah. I didn't know that, that was a turnaround point. They've been playing pretty well. Regardless, though, it's it's an in, in infusion of fresh um, talent into this, I don't want to call them old, but into this old, same old Red Sox that we okay. looked at. The Smookie Betts, the Xander Bogart, Jackie Bradley Jr., yeah. this core Ben Attendee. Mm-hmm. You add Michael Chavis... Red Sox are right back in the hunt. <laughs> uh, I'd be, I'm saying this seriously because I know the Yankee fans hate, yeah, hate who, to hear this. Who was their third baseman last year? Oh, shit. It was like Brock Holt, oh. and Shaw, and... Rafael Devers. Not, not Shaw. Devers, yes. Thank you. Where's he? Hurt? Oh, he's still playing. I think he's having as DH. Switching JD out every so often, I think. Huh. Where they put... Um, Chavis is an infielder. He'll play all yeah. around,
1: though. Yeah, he has played...
0: Mostly second base, I think, since pajoy has been injured.
1: Second base, yeah, mostly. And then also third base
0: and first base. Right. So he's he's played around, and he's given them. I think this is the post. This is the start of the post Dustin Pedroia era. Mm-hmm. I think when you look at it, especially with Chavis and the way he, if he can hit like this, I think you've seen a star in the making. I know it's really early to tell in twenty two games. Yeah. But I I can see like the guys, cool, calm, collected, has a walk off. Hasn't fought Chris Sale yet, you know. Like this guy, he seems to be legit. Yeah, I seems think, that way. I think what it comes down to with when it comes, especially with um, Chavis. Yeah, if the success will go to his head, I don't think so. I think that's the biggest thing to worry about. I really do.
1: Not, not yet.
0: No. No. Nah. You're not Worried about that? No. I also think since his middle name is Scott, Michael Scott Chavis, he's been good for a long time. <laughs> oh God. Oh, come on. Anyway,
1: <laughs> stick on the East Coast and the American League. We'll head over to their rivals, the New York Yankees. Yuck. Who have.
0: Hang on. This, the Yankees, you got to give them credit real quick. Despite, mm-hmm. what, 17 players being injured, they only have 16 losses? Or something ridiculous like that?
1: 16 losses, yeah.
0: And they've they had like 17 guys this yeah. time. Yeah. It's a significant time.
1: Yeah, 26 and 16 is the last I saw.
0: That's incredible. When you have a team that can just step next man up, I fucking hate it because it's not yeah. the Mets can't do it. Yeah, twenty six and sixteen. But you gotta tip the cap to the to the New York Yankees, no doubt. I mean, what they're doing is impressive, and it, you know you're gonna get into why essentially. You'll really get into that in just a sec.
1: But then they're playing the Rays. Ooh, good series right there. They're half a game out. Really. So this this is uh, this is
0: a pretty uh, big series for them. Both. And this is a team that the first two three weeks of the season we thought was. Shit. They're done for. If yeah. they can't If they can't make it through this easy stretch, they're mm-hmm. done for.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because they had one of the easiest... Uh, if not the easiest
0: schedule, opening schedule in baseball. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking a lot today. So why don't you oh, take... Oh, that's right. No, never mind. What? So I'm feeling, I said I was talking too much today, I think. So why don't you take over for the Yankees?
1: All right. Urshela. Had Ooh. Gio Urshela. Sorry. Formerly Ooh. with the Indians and briefly with Toronto Blue Jays last year. Um... You know just the uh, last guy in the infield
0: it's a Luke Voigt situation again
1: basically fuck um you know potential if you look at his uh, extended stats advanced stats there was the potential metrics. there definitely um but now comes over to New York slots in as their third baseman plays 33 games there and he's raking. Raking. He's hitting three thirty over to the thirty games. Thirty three games, sorry. Thirty one hits, fifteen RBIs. I'm not sure exactly where he's hitting in the lineup. Who cares? He's hitting. He's helping. He's helping them, man. He's just killing baseballs. That's yeah, really
0: it. He really is. And especially he's getting on he's getting on a base at a three eighty five clip. Yeah. Now, you'll get a three thirty ER three thirty batting average. Jesus Christ, we're talking about You're much, good. So much. Um you got a three thirty batting average and three thirty three eighty five on base percentage is not good when you look at the batting average.
1: No, but regardless, but still, games. Still, he's
0: gotten on base.
1: Yeah, he only he's only got six walks.
0: And I mean, he's hit everywhere in the lineup too. Man, he's hit. Let's see, what we got. He's hit in the seventh spot. He's hit in. He had the day off there.
1: He struck out less than one a, One a game.
0: Yeah, he's hitting the hit the three hole once, and then even the eight hole. I mean the guy's versatile, especially with the lineup they have. Yeah. DJ LeMahieu's finally hitting. Yeah, and he
1: could th- he could be thrown all over the infield too. DJ LeMahieu is finally yeah. hitting
0: for this. It's a team that's this is a player that we know can hit. Oh yeah, of course. It's a guy whose his mo is built on hitting. He yes. happened to have a gold glove or so. Yes, he did. Right, he happens to have one just because oh. you know. Yeah. He's a good player. You know. Took him so long to find a home. Yeah. And the Yankees have gotten as did everybody else. The Yankee, but the Yankees have gotten such value out of DJ LeMahieu. You want this guy started the season on the bench? Yeah, he's an All Star. He's a Gold Glover. He's a three hundred hitter, and he started the season on the fucking bench. Yep. Like, it's crazy how deep this Yankees team is. Now, we talk about this being the luck of the Yankees. Yeah, but you do have to tip your hat to the scouting department. Yeah, you really do. Like, I, and I, I'm in the nile of it, being a Mets fan. Like, I fucking hate giving credit to the Yankees. I'll give credit, but you got to tip your cap to the scouting department. Who's they look at these guys? Gio Urshula. Urshela. Urshela? Right? Urshela. I can't, I can't get never get right. The dude hit two thirty three last year with the Blue Jays. I mean 19, 19 games. Yeah. Twenty seventeen hit two twenty four with the Indians. Twenty sixteen wasn't even the bigs. Yeah, this guy couldn't hit for shit. I think he was hurt. But either way, couldn't hit for shit. And then he's going, coming to New York, this guy in the department's like, ah, eh, you know, we'll take him, pick him up. He's hitting 330. Yeah. My thing is, when everybody comes back healthy, if they come back healthy. Yeah. Which, we got some news I had talked about real quick, which we completely forgot to talk to you about okay. beforehand. But when these guys come back mm-hmm. healthy, where is he going to be? You can't just bench a 330 hitter. Nah. They'll,
1: they'll find him. You the... can't bench D.D. Mayhew sitting, whatever. But, then again, he also
0: may... Drop off by then. I mean, he's going to stay at third base because Miguel Andujar, which is this is the news, yes, is electing for seasoning surgery. Yes. Which Same I think thing is I smar- had. What? Same thing I had. Oh, really? Right shoulder labrum. Oh, I don't wow. know if his is right, but. But either way, it's. Labor surgery, yeah. yeah. And that's a grueling comeback, huh? Uh, yeah, it took me about seven I mean, months. For a high school pitcher, seven months to come back from. Yeah, well, they fucked it up, too, but, you know. Well, I didn't know that then. Right, but either way, you know, it's, I think it's a smart move for him to get the surgery. 100 percent. And smart move for the Yankees keeping Ursh- Urshella. Yep. In the lineup, so yep. I think this might not be the end of the Yankees. Like obviously we saw all these injuries, no. all these these guys can can perform and can sustain it. Yeah. I think it's going to be something to watch as we go through the season if yeah. if he can sustain it. If DJ LeMahieu can continue to be the DJ LeMahieu he should be. Yeah. You know I mean this AL East is getting interesting. Yeah. The Red Sox are picking it up. The Rays are kind of struggling a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, they're letting the Yankees catch up. No, not that letting. But not letting. letting.
1: The Yankees have been playing good.
0: Right, bro. What I'm saying is, yeah. these teams are. It's becoming the race we thought it would be.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's. It's what. Yeah. Which is what we're not Setting. seeing in the NL East. No. Nobody's taking charge.
0: It's like nobody wants it. I mean, the Phillies really have control of it right now, but it's like nobody wants the division by a couple games. Nobody wants it apparently. Yeah. I mean, the Braves are playing. Eh. They're playing 500 ball, right? Yeah. The Mets are playing. Just under 500. So inconsistent. Yeah. The Nationals can't seem to win a fucking ball game unless they play the Mets. And then the Marlins are the Marlins. It's the Marlins are. The Knicks are the. the I told you this. The, but, Knicks, the New York Knicks are the Florida, the Miami but, Marlins of basketball.
1: But here's the thing, thing about. Comparison. Here's the thing about the NL East is that I think, personally, and I'm going to. I agreed 100% with John Smoltz on that? MLB Network that. There are four teams going at it. Still, every all four of these teams are still in it, right? You're not counting kind of, the Nationals; it's too no. early. Yeah, like they're not playing well, but they still can play well, and they're hurt too. There's no Ryan Zimmerman, and now here's the thing with each of these teams: Nationals, they lack a bullpen, right? The Braves lack fucking pitching in general. In general, yeah. Phillies lack pitching in general, but the Mets are the most well-rounded team. If they, even if everybody plays to their standard. In the entire division, every single player, the right. Mets are the most well-rounded team.
0: But the Mets are taking the Mets' luck with injuries, injuries. with inconsistency, and Concussions. all that
1: stuff. God bless you, Michael Conforto. Come back safe. Speed
0: of recovery so you don't have a Jason Bay situation. But, but now... And we're saying this... Pitching is a huge need for the NL East. Yes. We're, not, we're saying that 100% get, can confirm with anyone who knows baseball. Yep. Dallas Keichel and Craig Kimbrell are still free agents.
1: I think they'll both end up in the and in the NL East. If not, Brewers.
0: Both of them. One of them to the Brewers. Brewers won't sign both. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think the Brewers. I mean, they picked up Gio Gonzalez, who's had was a, a, a one point minus one point nothing <laughs> yeah. ERA since yeah. being picked up by the Brewers. Yeah. I mean, John Heyman even threw some fucking shade at the Mets. Yeah. On Twitter, not sure why the Mets wouldn't want this guy. Yeah. Like, what?
1: I don't know, but. I think that worthy for our final clothing, closing topic. What you got? We stay in the East. All right. But we go north of the border. Oh, Junior. To Vladdy Jr. Socking two home runs. Not one,
0: but two. In San Francisco, no less.
1: In San Francisco.
0: I hit the to, to left center, too. It's a deep part of the ballpark.
1: Yes. They were bombs. Center field and left center. Yeah. Both of them, yeah.
0: They, they were absolute. Yeah. Piss missiles.
1: And I think the craziest thing about it was on Instagram later that day I saw MLB posted a mm-hmm. video yeah. of his first home run and next to his dad's. His dad's next similar. to Vladdy Senior. Dude, the swing. Like there the stance ain't really that similar, but dude, the load up and then the swing identical.
0: We're gonna have to repost that on at take a pitch at on Instagram. Yep. Don't forget to follow it. But I think he had those early struggles, which he's going to have, especially as a number one prospect. Yeah. Not even being in America. Yeah. You're the only team in Canada. <laughs> For now. You're playing on the Blue Jays, who are not even considered to be part of the NL- AL East right now. Yeah. You know, there's no expectations other than the fact that you have to be a Hall of Famer like your dad. I think once he got over that, he's fine. I think we're, we're beginning to see. I think he's already that had that, and he's already been over it. It just took a while to connect. Uh, I mean, because pitchers
1: are kind of pitching him like he's, like he's a fucking like ten year vet. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've they, been pitching him like Mike Trout, literally. If you see their hot zones, mm-hmm. where the pitches are coming in against them, it, dude, it's like literally identical. Really? Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy.
0: And I saw something real quick about Mike Trout. I know, hate to get off. Go on. Well, close he's it seen, off there. He's seen a certain amount of pitches, right? Mm-hmm. He's taken, I think he's taken X amount. Yeah. He's only swung and missing like forty something pitches this year. Really? Or something crazy. He's seen like 500, 400 pitches or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's only swung and missed like 40-something.
1: Yeah, I saw something. Or something I along those I lines. I saw some stat about him with a 3-0 count. What was that? that? He's never, he, he only swung at a 3-0 count once. Really? And then I don't know if you see uh, his uh, how they set him up. Dude, they set him up like 10 inches outside of the fucking zone.
0: His walk and strikeout rates in 2019 are his best ever.
1: Really? And Is he walking more than striking out? Or is it like a five hundred clip? Oh, it's a, it's something. It's probably a
0: five hundred clip, but oh, okay. Percentage of swings that missed. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout, thirty-five out of two hundred forty-eight swings. Right. Oddly enough, that's not even the best on his own team. No. He's one, two, three, fourth on his own team, eighth in Major League Baseball. Hmm. Five of the top nine are Angels. Wow. So that's they're, they're teaching something out in L.A. Yeah. D.J. LeMahieu's on the list, too. Huh. So you want to stick with these good hitters. I mean, these guys, we're talking about analytics. We talk about analytics all the time. Yeah. This is a stats-driven game nowadays. Definitely. I think we'll close it off there and we'll get into it another time because yep. that's a whole other conversation that go at least an hour. Yep. So, episode 10. Episode 10. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. This has been Take a Pitch. Call it a ball game. I'm Max. He's Billy. Don't forget to follow us on socials. Stay tuned for our pre-draft interview with our draft prospect. We've got to lock down a time and a date and figure out why we're putting that out. Yep. A lot of exciting things coming up and it's just beginning. Yep. Summer just exactly. started. Billy, it's fun.
1: Hell yeah, man.
0: You going uh, to tell everybody you love them again?
1: All right. I love you guys. Peace. Peace out. This has been SSP Production.